Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Check one. Two. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. We're doing check one, check one, check one, two. <laughs> Uh, hey, good to have you with us today. Happy New Year. We are in, uh, I guess this is our second episode in uh, 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 January, and I have not asked for the metrics, but I feel like we've got 100 episodes of this over the last Ooh, nice. couple of years uh, awesome. doing this podcast, which is super, uh, awesome. super fun. So thanks for joining us today. One of the things that we've started to uh, do in this calendar year is look at the Sunday a Sunday message, and then uh, kind of extend the discussion. So have a little extended conversation about uh, uh, Sunday's message. It was taken, text taken out of uh, John chapter 5, and uh, uh, Jesus at the, at the pool of Bethesda. And uh, from there, let's, let's talk. What kind of things were, we had a big Sunday. It was a fun, <laughs> it was a great Sunday. Sunday. Beautiful yes. Sunday. Yeah, it was a full house. We were 90% full. And uh, that's awesome. And the energy in the room, and not just all the people, but the uh, act one, the worship set, and the prayer, and the leading, and the transitions. And uh, it was just a super good day. Mm. And the response of people, you know, which I think beginning of the year, they're often very ready to, uh, to be a part of that. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. Uh, I think the message... You try to you select your message before, you know, the Sunday. And we had even talked in the morning meeting about making the place a house of prayer for the day and being very intentional about yeah. that. But when we discussed it, we discussed it at the end, for at the end of Act 2. And yeah. by the time Act 1 had ended, like the place had been a house of prayer the whole service. So. Yeah. I just thought that was wonderful and very fitting to what the word had to say. There was a, one, a wonderful little uh, sidebar that uh, uh, we had. We had women do the transitions all day. That's just how it fell out for me when I asked people to to serve, and uh, Mindy was one of those, and so one of those women, and so she led the uh, the prayer <clears throat> prayer transition, and uh, that opened up the whole space to to just respond all over the room, right? yeah. uh, to the front, to the back, <clears throat> side in the middle. It just carried through. You could have kept singing, right? It just was so beautiful. And, and I leaned over to Melinda and I said, okay, so what's happening right now, <laughs> literally right now, is my vision. It was the vision that I had for what would happen after uh, preaching. Uh, not necessarily because of the message preached, but that just I felt like that was going to happen. So, so uh, clearly it happened in the middle and there was some uh of course response near the end as well at the end of the, yeah. at the end of the day for sure but that that moment right she's like ah this is what i had envisioned for this day what i felt in my spirit and here it is it just happened about 40 minutes earlier than i thought it would happen yeah. and then and then mindy shot me a, a note uh later that day where she said uh, she saw everyone in the room raising their hands acknowledging their need for prayer and so she thought that was going to happen during her transitional moment. <laughs> and she said, I was up there, and I, I, I saw that before I got up there. And, but then in the moment, I thought, well, that's not now, right? And so during my message, it was one of those moments where I literally asked, who in here needs prayer? And, every, you know, hands went up around the whole room, right? So <laughs> we, Mindy and I were 
dialed into the spirit just 20 to 40 minutes off, right? <laughs> or on. Like what, whatever. Saw, we, I know, just like I thought it happened late. She thought it happened yeah. early. And so uh, kind of fun to, to really, and, and, and beautiful in the, in the way we all realized there was a sense of God in the room. Yeah. And when you, when you have a service like that, you just kind of want to stop and breathe in it and mm-hmm. mark it and say, okay. There's something, and we're not talking about like the specifics of how that happens. It, I don't think it's in the song. I don't think it's in what we say or what we do or how people's expression comes forward. I think it's just a mindset of what is the win? Where do we land? Um, and it just seems like one thing is just from my seat up, up front, looking out over the audience that I saw was a sense of, of just focus and um, a sense that people were very unashamed in that space. And as I'm looking around and I'm singing the songs, just by watching people, you could tell that there was already a sense of kind of what is being felt in the scripture. So the scripture for the message was uh, John 5, 1 through 9. I think we put it up, but I think you were just kind of reading through it. And uh, one of the parts that is marked in the scripture is when Jesus asks the man, do you want to get well? And um, he replied, sir, I have no one to help me into the pool. And just the way he had been in that state for so long and did not realize, it's almost a Dorothy moment. You could have clicked your heels all this time. And that's kind of what I personally experienced in the service, just watching people, is that there was a sense of the space. And uh, there's a song that we always sing, Holy Spirit, and uh, come fill this place. Uh, I can't think of the words. Uh, You are welcome here. Yeah, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place. But we get to the end and we say, let us become more aware aware of your presence. And there was a sense in the room, Sunday, that people understood that the presence of God was real in there and that they had an opportunity in the space. And it just, <laughs> I don't think anybody was going to wait for our, our schedule or how we, how we saw it. They just came prepared to say, yes, I'm that person. I want to get well. So I felt that. And honestly, I felt bad because I kind of got lost in song two and three. I forgot I was even like in a crowd of people. I just was lost in worship. And I think that's when the, that's the win in the room when we become a house of prayer that's open and people just know they are in a space that's safe and that they can be healed. Yeah. And I think it's uh you know before that even during act 1 during the the worship and prayer time, you know, the precursor to Andy your message was um you know there he is there you know there he is. And that was happening all over the room before you even said it. It was, you know, people being pointed out, people receiving yeah. the words they needed to, to hear. I, and during pre-service prayer, even to take it another step further, I typically I'm praying about a scripture to pray over the, for the service or to, to encourage those that are up praying um, before the service. And it was Psalm 39. Um, and I read it out of the, the Passion Translation, which it, part of it says, um, I will learn your ways and I will learn to, to muzzle my mouth. Um, and then during the prayer time, someone came to Mindy and I and said, um, I anticipate a, a difficult afternoon and I need to just be able to 
not speak the things that I want to come out, but to speak the ways of the Lord. And uh, there was just things happening that the Spirit was moving in in very strong ways and and clear, clear ways. And I think uh, for us, for Mindy and I especially, it's like we so much enjoy that because what it says to us is that there's a lot of people really trying to hear the Holy Spirit and what Holy Spirit is doing. Right. Um, not just Sunday morning, but Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Know? I like that. And have an honesty with it. Yeah. Because, like, you're up in the upper room, as we say, and you're having those kind of conversations. And then, right, we almost didn't make it out on time. Because, like, right in the back, those of us that are serving on the stage are having that kind of honest conversation, too. Yeah. Lord, let us employ this when we leave here. Please give us life application of what we're about to do. That this is not just us standing on ceremony, but we can leave here and apply what we feel in regular life. Teach us to do that. So that honesty, I just think that was in the room Sunday. And so on the one hand, I don't want to be methodical or religious about it. But then on the other hand, I think it's important that we know that there is intention with that. When you're honest with God and you just give him your truth in that space, that you can expect God to be involved with you. So that's kind of what I, yeah, that's amazing that you said that happened like that. Yeah. So I see, I see both where you position, you posture yourself um, to have an intersection with the Holy Spirit. And then you do not tell him what to do. Right. You can, you can discipline yourself. You can posture yourself. You can prepare your heart. You can be open and do the things that open you to those moments. Uh, and then uh, surrender, release, and allow, allow the Lord to do whatever, whatever he wants to do. So one of the goals in the day, um, I opened a, a pretty much open the message by acknowledging that many of us love a message that helps us and then how wonderful it is when there's a message that helps us and helps someone else. Right. And that's the awareness of prayer. So um, have, have you guys ever done a prayer drive where you're dry, just driving around and you're intentionally just looking around, praying over people? You ever done that? <laughs> I did that in... Uh, we used to do it with youth groups yeah. and we'd throw them in the van and we'd all take off and head around and, uh, lead, lead prayer and lead <laughs> moments, you know, and we'd yeah. be, we'd stop at a school and we'd be praying for, we'd be praying for people and, uh, students. And, and what it did is it prompted folks to just be open to hear whatever came. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you look at a person and you see them, but then, then listen, don't just see. Listen, yeah. Listen yeah. and see whatever you feel prompted to pray. Now, you're, not, you're probably not going to know, but there are some crazy things as I'm driving around that I've been prompted to pray mm-hmm. <laughs> as I see something and something flashes across my mind. Anytime I'm, if I'm uh, praying and I happen to be praying in tongues or something like that and I'm driving along or whatever I'm doing, one of the things that I've come to trust is I don't know what I'm saying, but there are things that come to my mind in those moments of prayer that I have come to trust after doing this for 30 years that I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. Maybe a face, a person, a moment. 
right? And I just begin to trust, okay, that might be who I'm interceding for. And it's not like a quiz that I have to be right about it, but just being open to it. So the awareness of my own need for prayer, the awareness of somebody else in here needs prayer. And one of the things that I, uh, I was out, the, the end of the message actually came to me early that morning as I was out walking with the dog. And I was thinking of hurdles to that. And this whole thing at the end where I called Vic and Teresa and Randy and Nancy and Mark and Brenda and Bo and Jeremy and Tyler and oh, Marley and you yeah. and Jenny. You know, yeah. Those were the names that came to me walking up Ohio Boulevard yeah. where I thought those people have great things happening in their life or they've been living for God for decades and decades and decades or uh, some wonderful blessing. And so it's not them. Mm-hmm. That neat, yeah. That was a great illustration. Yeah. yeah, and that's just and 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 <laughs> somebody said, I think I know who said it, but somebody goes, "You wish," <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, yeah. yeah, right, yeah, because it's ludicrous. Yeah, it is. But I thought that was such a great illustration, and uh, it's actually one of the the message was really on the short end too, but it was so rich. That illustration, and I, because it stuck in my mind. Wow, did Jenny just say fifty-six years? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight years, and fifty-eight years. Miller forgot fifty-eight years. And Arnick is doing media, my son, and he looks at me with this look like I didn't know that was possible. And I'm like, yeah, the twentieth century did happen. But then you did another illustration. It was a video illustration of uh, the chosen, and you played that clip. And something that stuck out that's kind of akin to what you were saying is that the focus of the man that Jesus is going to heal, Jesus is trying to deal with actually the healing, and the man keeps mentioning the pool and everything else. All the hurdles. All the hurdles. And when you just said that a minute ago, I was thinking, man, how many times in our lives is God just trying to pay attention to what matters, and we are mentioning the hurdles. Yeah, yeah. I love the part where he, maybe if you've seen it, uh, probably season one of the Chosen. I don't, I don't know, but he, the man uh, looks up at Jesus and he says, "Are you going to take me to the pool?" <laughs> and Jesus just shakes his head, Mm-mm. "No." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one takes me, and this, and they get in before me. He's so frustrated, and he's so angry and broken and mad, and and Jesus is like, "You're okay." That's not what I'm asking you. I'm not asking you about all these other things. I'm yeah. asking, do you want to be healed? Yeah. And, and one of the things that strikes me about that, and the woman in the well is, as well, both those stories, Jesus intentionally goes to those people. And again, I said it a lot through this past year, that a lot of times my realization was people called Jesus into a story. It appeared he was going you know, right on 3rd Street, and they whistled, and now he started going left on 3rd Street, you know came into their story, healed somebody, touched someone. But the, the man, he came for him. And he, it was one of those moments. Yeah. Like, where is he? I'm looking around. Ah, there he is. That's him. Mm. Like, came for the moment. Yeah. And, and, the, and the scripture does say there are a, a number of disabled people at the pool. It's not, he wasn't the only one. So there were a lot in his situation. Um, and I think, He's come, and for those listening, he is coming for you. Like, yeah, there, there are those moments for sure where he's looking. He's like, okay, 
you're the target today. You mm-hmm. coming for you. How encouraging. Yeah. And even when I'm not one of the guys that day, <clears throat> Jesus knows. Yeah. And is aware. And and why why do we still have to, and I'll put this in air quotes, suffer? I okay. Right. It's yeah. a trying of our faith that works patience. Yeah. And uh and and we've talked about this before. Uh everybody wants a healing, everybody wants a miracle, but when you get a miracle, you can be grateful for it, but I will tell you you haven't changed. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's proof in the text. Yeah. Because that man got a miracle. We read up to verse nine on Sunday. But what happens after verse nine yeah. is the man goes away and he can't even identify to the people that are asking what has just happened. And the scripture says that Jesus had slipped into the crowd. And yeah, he was gone. He's like, okay, I have a miracle, and I don't really have a good handle on what happened. And Jesus, because of his compassion and love, came back and found the guy. And that speaks exactly to what you're talking about, that Jesus, a lot of times we're praying for the miracle, and we're trying to avoid the real lesson. And so we're looking at, uh, I'm, I'm going into T.D. Jake's mode, but we're looking at the circumstance and all those things, and we think that the encounter we had was just specific to what we're asking God to do. But the encounter, the purpose is to point to him. There he is. I might preach that Sunday. I think I just came up with it. Okay. There he is. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Good. it points Good. to Jesus. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm preaching at your church the week after. So. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, I'll preach it. That's what I'd preach. And they're like, are you stealing Arnick's message? Yeah. yeah. They're like, we thought, you, we thought you said he was called and anointed. But <laughs> no, that, that is so clear. There Jesus is. And the sense of realization after the miracle. And I would encourage people. I've had miracles done in my life. And man, just missed out on the whole lesson. And what Jesus said to the man, now, open your eyes. Let's look at this thing for real before you end up back in a predicament. That's what Jesus said. So, yeah. I where think, is he? Yeah. I think sometimes we, we get that, we get so focused on our, our need for something from him. Right. That we missed the lesson or we missed the root issue. Yeah. And I just told somebody today, if we don't learn that time, you're going to go around the mountain again. And then when it comes back again, you're going to get another yeah. chance, but you don't have to. So yes. uh, I think I'm in, uh, my encouragement from Sunday was this is how um, life can be for us, where we can just see and we're connected and things just flow in the spirit and people are healed and not just for the moment, but for ever. Right. They get up and walk. Abundant life. Yeah. yeah. So was that intentional, Andy? I'm looking at the messages and I'm remembering one one was where are you? And then Oh, that's hilarious. Of, there that's he is. Of course it was intentional. <laughs> no, it I was not it. intentional at all. <laughs> wow. But wow. Yeah, first week was where are you? And then Jesus saying, Yeah, there he is. There right he is. is. Well, and I want I want folks to be able to capture that space, right? This is Sunday as beautiful as it was. If if it's not the icing on the cake, it's in the wrong slot. Yes. Right. Yeah. It 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 has to be this walk with God and this awareness that really, what what happened when I was calling people out in the room was really a call to say maybe this starts in here first, which then it did, 
But the idea is that it moves out. And so we see people and we're looking at them. We're looking at them. And I, I referenced this a few weeks ago in uh, counseling culture. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of trendy to, uh, to look at someone and go, hey, we see you. Hey, you're seen here. Or someone sit on your couch in your office and say, I just don't feel seen. Right? That's language yeah. that's going both ways where 20 years ago nobody said that. I mean, it just wasn't part of the dialogue. But for us, and we talk about these small groups that we're launching here in just a few weeks, right? That's the whole idea is that you put yourself in a space so that you are seen mm-hmm. and that people see you. And uh, I met a guy this past week, and he said, you know, I, he, said, he sent me a text. He wanted to meet for coffee, and he said, I am consistently inconsistent at Christway. I'm that guy. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. I told Larry to do that. It was hilarious. I'm consistently inconsistent. Uh, but he, he started to explain, you know, who he was and stuff. I'm like, dude, I know you are. And I know when you're not there. And I, he, he works a job that works almost immediate hours, almost like a first responder hours. You know? mm. And I'm like, I get it. No problem. But I do know when you're not there. And I know when you're there and it's, I'm glad to see you when you're there. Right? So the awareness of everyone in the congregation on who's around and who's not, and also just spending time, uh, we all have a good friend that we know he was struggling because there's a deviation in his trajectory, Yeah, right? There's a blip in his pattern. Yeah. And we see it and we've watched it. And how many weeks have we watched it? Two, three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got to pray for him today. We got to minister to him today, right? And the idea of just recognition of that, it happens because you've hung around somebody. Yeah. Because you know what the pattern is. You know that. And, and yes, the Spirit will prompt you. It will you know, give you a prophetic something out of nowhere, a word of knowledge mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yes. And, and you can also, you can also get to know look over at someone and see and have the compassion of humanity, which is why Jesus came, and look over at them and see and say, hey, how are you doing? Where right, are you? Reach. Yes. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, where are you in this whole thing? How's that going? And to normalize that is really one of the truest goals of this community of faith. That's right. Absolutely. To just normalize that with no shame. Yeah, that's not an assigned position. That's everybody in the room. Yeah. That's why we're all valuable when we come to church. And it's not just to check the box I was at church. Well, one of the difficult times having a greeter, greeting teams... Mm. They're the greeter. I'm not. I don't have to be friendly, right? Having a worship team, they're singing. I don't have to. I can hold a coffee and chill and enjoy. Uh, pastoral team, they're looking for the people that are hurting. I don't have to. Negative, 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 right? Absolutely. Yeah. We're yeah. all, I'm so grateful that we're, we're becoming a community of acceptance and recognition. I tell you, one of the most beautiful metrics changes that i've seen uh in that room is that uh, people no longer pray alone yeah i think that i pause for a second because i'm like does it happen i just don't think it happens anymore people no longer pray alone and if someone's at an altar or on the side or they're waiting in line to get prayed for at a regular prayer station folks are coming out of the seats and they're coming yes 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to wait for the right people because we just pray for everybody. So Well, that's beautiful, right? You don't yeah. have to wait for the right people and your faith's not contingent upon me or a pastor yeah. or a minister. It's just open and you're willing and you're humble and you receive it. That's the person receiving prayer. The person that's going to go is not inhibited. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, uh, I've seen one of the beautiful things that happened last year during our Freedom Weekend is that, uh, uh, I don't know if it was Joe uh, and Bo, I'm not sure if it was those two guys, but I feel like uh, one was praying for the other. And then I looked around and they'd flipped. Yeah. Literally, literally, not just staying in the same space, praying for each other, but literally like switched positions yeah. <laughs> and began praying into the other guy, <laughs> which is so good. So healthy, uh, the reciprocity of that. And just recognizing there's no hierarchy here. We bear one another's burden. Fulfill the law of Christ. There is no shame. I'll pray for you because I'm pretty sure a little bit later I'm going to need you to pray for me. And that's a given. That's one of the the healthiest metrics that I've seen lately in in the, the folks in that room is the recognition that we are simply... We're just happy to pray for each other. And you don't see, you you know, that's so antithetical to what I think people dislike about church is that the hierarchy and all those things being removed has been a prayer, but it almost is a fantasy until we come to a time where people remove all those walls. And if you're the preacher, I was on my way out to, to sing Sunday, the worship pastor, and the worship team just came over and said, let's pray for Arnick, a house of prayer. Yeah. And that doesn't mean when I get up Monday morning, I'm not the worship pastor. What it means is that we are a house of prayer, yeah. and we pray for one another. So I sat in the yeah. back row. Uh, the guy that often sets there is out of town, so I sat in the back row. Shout out, Tony. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. <laughs> so, yeah. so I just sat right there, and it was filling up anyway, you know. And uh, so I was right by the prayer station, wherever the communion table is in the prayer station. I was right there. And so Tylon comes back to pray. He's, and I happened to be his intercessor this week. So we were just right there together. He's praying. And so Lucy came up. And I guess somebody, you know how you're on your way to the person and somebody's quicker than you are when it gets in the pool before you do mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, so somebody got the Tylon. And so Lucy is standing beside him on the other side of the communion table, right? So Tyne is standing there praying for someone, and Lucy's kind of standing against the wall waiting for them to move, giving them space, right? So people start coming up to Lucy for prayer. Nice. And she starts praying for people. Look at that. And she prayed for two or three people, and I got tickled. I just thought it was hilarious. That's the best story. And then ultimately, he's still praying for somebody, and she just goes and sits down. That is awesome. And, and I saw him. He looked over at me, and we started laughing. And he walked down to her in her seat, came up behind her, and then prayed for her right there. That was one of the coolest That's stories perfect. of just, oh, somebody's standing there. I'm going to go pray with them. It just doesn't even matter because it's so open. Yeah. I don't want to be selfish, but I can take some of that every week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Let us become more aware of the presence and be comfortable just letting it be a house of prayer. Yeah. I don't mean to be praying, but I feel like I'm well, why don't you pray out of it right now? Pray yeah, us yeah, out of this right yeah, now. Lord, just please teach us to to be comfortable. Let us know that it's it's all good. It's okay. 
that this is what you desire for your people. This is what the songs are about. This is what the words, whether they be transitions or a message, it should all just lead to this being a house of prayer where your love and your spirit reigns. We long for that, Lord. We thirst for that. And we thank you for giving that to us, Lord, and that we can trust you and that you're good to us. And even right now as we pray, if there's someone listening, Lord, let them know that they are in that that cradle uh, of prayer and that we are praying for them as they pray for us. That's what you desire from the family of God. There you are. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So uh, if you haven't heard the message that we just discussed, you are certainly welcome on the very pod. Uh, what's this thing called? The podcast app, yeah. I guess. The Podbean. Podbean, that you're, yeah. That you're listening to, uh, to us talk now. You can, uh, you can listen to that message uh, for the first time or listen to it again. Uh, or Christway.net. There he is, or Christway.net. So thanks again. Happy New Year to everyone. Appreciate you being here. We look forward to uh, to the journey this year with you. Grace and peace. <laughs>